Welcome to Scenes of Beauty, a platform that is here to empower you to embrace your most authentic self and celebrate your own version of beauty, whatever that might be. I'm Chloe and I'm making it my mission to help people find and live their truest selves. If you're enjoying listening to the podcast and taking things away from it, hit the follow and subscribe button, share with friends and on your socials. I'm at the very beginning of the Scenes of Beauty journey and it helps more than you know to grow the platform. Luna Daily. A brand new and in my opinion much needed brand when it comes to women, wellness and intimate care. This week I sit down with Katie Cottam who is the founder of Luna Daily and we talk all things vaginas, vulvas and how to take better care of them. Luna Daily is one of the most innovative necessary brands that I've seen in this space for a long time. And it goes without saying that the thought, research and effort that has gone into building the brand is nothing short of incredible. I'm honestly so honoured to share this conversation with you. I learned so much stuff about my body that I didn't even know before. Scenes of Beauty is about building a community of women within the beauty space who are all here for each other to share tips, tricks, education, brands and products with you. Luna Daily is no exception. They're a brand that genuinely care about women. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn about your vagina. Hi, Katie. Hi, Chloe. How you doing? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yeah, I'm really well, thanks. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Very good. Um, where to begin? So, Katie is the founder of an amazing um, new brand in the beauty space called Luna Daily. Um, I won't introduce it, I'll let you do it. Um, so yeah, tell us a bit more about Luna. Actually, tell us more about Luna and tell us about where it started. So first of all, Chloe, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Uh, honestly, it means the world to be here speaking to you today, particularly because you've got such such a deep and meaningful vision, I suppose, behind why you set up the podcast. Thank um, 
So, where did Luna begin? Well, Luna Daily began uh, really when I was 19. Um, so, I came back from travelling in India um, and I was quite unwell. So, I was put on a course of antibiotics for six weeks, which is pretty intense considering, you know, you're normally on antibiotics for, you know, seven to ten days. And the result of being on those antibiotics is it completely stripped my body of both good and bad bacteria and I got really bad thrush. Now, I can still remember the feelings of embarrassment, shame, confusion, um, but also critically for me, for me, from that point onwards, I wasn't able to use traditional shower gels or soaps when washing mm-hmm. um, for fear of getting you know, worse thrush. But I really resented having to resort to using feminine hygiene products, which I put in inverted commas uh, because I don't agree with the name of the category. And all the associated stigma with them, you know, sort of what's wrong with her having to use, you know, fanny washes. Uh, And I really realised at that point, you know, how underserving this category was for women. And, you know, fast forward... I won't reveal my age, but, you know, I'm well into my 30s now. Um, but also a career in beauty wellness. So I spent most of my career um, working in this space. So most yeah. recently, I was global head of brand at Charlotte Tilbury. Uh, I spent many years at L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. And in that time, sort of seeing that nothing has really changed in this space. You know, the brands that exist are predominantly the same. Um, you know, we could all think of brands if we think of feminine hygiene. And the connotations haven't really changed. Mm-hmm. And so during the pandemic... I sort of really had my light bulb moment where I thought, you know what, life's short. There's never going to be a good time to do something and decided to take the plunge to launch Luna Daily. So we launched just about four months ago and our mission is to make products for and conversations about womanhood as natural as they should be. Mm-hmm. And we're starting by taking on the feminine hygiene category with a range of natural self-care products for intimate skin and everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So no more awkward fanny washes, no more harsh soaps or shower gels. You have to keep away from intimate skin. Yeah. Um, and I suppose that that's one side of the brand. So creating a globally, globally differentiated range of products, um, the natural daily self-care, but also trying to normalize the conversation and education Mm -hmm. amongst women. You know, the word vulva wasn't even in my vernacular a couple of years ago. I wasn't taught that word and, you know, 87% of women we spoke to weren't taught about it at school, Mm uh, because we're not taught at school and because unfortunately you know, the number two education platform now is social media and yeah. the words vulva and vagina are some of the most censored terms on social media. Um, exacerbates, you know, the, pro- the problems that women are having. And, on a, you know, on a much bigger level, women aren't just, ha- just not having these conversations. We don't talk yeah. about it um, between each other. Yeah. And unfortunately, the products that exist, you know, in mainstream beauty today actually exacerbate the problems and then um you know it's this horrible cycle um that we we really want to change we want to normalize conversations around intimate skin and intimate conversations to be as natural as they should be yeah well again i don't know where to start but um (laughs) firstly thank you because i think it's a conversation and a product and a brand that that has been needed for for such a long time and you know opening conversation about vulvas and vaginas is so necessary um where do you think like why is it such a taboo topic like why do you think we're so uncomfortable to talk about it so there's a few things the first thing definitely unfortunately comes down to education and a systemic failure so here in the UK um, it's not really on primary or secondary PSHE, which yeah. you, know, you and I would know as sex ed. Yeah. Um, most of us remember having a day where the tampon lady came in and taught us about periods, yeah. but that's probably about it and maybe how to put a condom on a banana. I mean, even the framing of sex ed um, 
isn't probably fit for purpose. And so it definitely starts at schools because I think we need to see a change in the education system. Um, and therefore, the, the onus is put on parents. And there's no you know, one, one place that parents go for information resources. Um, definitely, in, I really want to change how we speak to children about anatomy. Um, yeah. You know, I wasn't taught the difference between my vulva and my vagina. We just called it front bottom. Yeah. Um, actually, the campaign, <laughs> yeah, the campaign that's launching about the same time, this is going live. Uh, that's actually the insight for whole, our whole campaign. You know, our launch strapline is head, vulva, knees and toes. Yeah. So just normalising the vulva as every other body part. Um, so I definitely think kind of school and teaching children... Uh, but then actually, as we grow up as women, um, you know, there's been long standing, you know, very long standing roots around privacy and, you know, how private specifically women should be about intimate, you know, talking about intimate um, concerns or intimate day to day, what they experience. And so I then think because we don't talk about it as children and um, we're not taught at school, we don't talk to parents, that then kind of you know, extends into adulthood. And so lots of women just don't ever talk about these things yeah. and unfortunately sort of go through them on, on their own. Yeah. Um, but I think we are seeing massive change. You know, the changes we've seen even this year towards normalising conversations, you know, whether it's around menstruation, menopause, um, has become a huge, much more open topic, um, yeah. you know, amongst all women um, of every age and stage. I definitely think we're starting to see it move in the right direction. Yeah, and I definitely see, online especially, I definitely see kind of women and females coming together. In fact, it goes broader than that. Um, people coming together and, and talking about it more openly. And I think it's it's such an important conversation to have. You said there about head, vulva, knees and toes. Let's um, unpick that. Tell us how you came up with that. Because I... Tell us what it means to you guys. So... Um... The whole premise of Luna Daily is around normalising self-care to include intimate intimate self-care rather than excluding it. So for years it's been seen as a separate category, a separate body part that needs separate products to um, cater for it. Our whole positioning is that you don't need separate products for intimate skin. Actually, you know, you don't need any products for your vulva. You know, just like you don't need any products on any of your body. Um, it's really important to make the difference between the vulva and the vagina. So the vagina is your internal ex- is your internal intimate skin. And it's completely self-cleaning. It's it's amazing. So you never need to put any products inside your, your vagina, even, even water. It's mm-hmm. completely self-cleaning. The vulva is your... I never knew that. Never, yep. ever. I, I, I didn't either. Uh, I just called it all my vagina. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> to be honest, before Luna Daily, I thought it was all the same yeah. thing, which sounds... I'm a bit embarrassed uh, to admit. Well, you're not... No, well, you're yeah. not alone because... Yeah. The external intimate skin is your vulva. Yeah. And that skin is very similar to skin under your arms. It's yeah. covered in glands called apocrine glands. Um, it's why we get pubic hair. You know, yeah. typically people get pubic hair on their vulvas and under their arms. And so, but the main thing is that, you know, you don't need products for anywhere, you know. You, yeah. you could just wash with water. Yeah. I personally wanted products to wash my vulva with. Yeah. I didn't want to smell like roses or I wasn't doing, you know, didn't want industry fads, but I just yeah. wanted to use products. Yeah. Um, so the inspiration behind head, vulva, knees and toes was firstly going back to that core insight that we're just not taught about it at school and we want to normalise it as, you know, we talk about all other body parts. If we could just all normalise the word vulva and talk about it much more, it wouldn't feel as alien or secretive or embarrassing and awkward. Um, but also it's back to that root cause that we know one of the biggest issues is that because girls aren't taught the correct anatomy, it's leading girls 
to cause their own gynecological issues. So for yeah. 43% of women we spoke to, their washing routine has caused them to have a gynae issue. Yeah. And one in three women are still washing inside the vagina. And so there's a real important distinguishment between vagina and vulva. Um, so that's where the campaign came from, but also just something really catchy. So now that yeah. I've said it, every time I speak to somebody about it, they say, God, all, all day I've had that in my head. <laughs> uh, so my dream is that, you know, we change the nursery rhyme and actually kids are taught about vulvas in the same way they talk about the shoulders, knees and toes. Yeah, that's... That's great. One, it's really bloody clever. And two, it's, um, yeah, it's just so important to spark this conversation and just educate us because, you know, we just had a conversation there about not knowing the difference between vaginas and vulvas and that that once you know about it, it's it's actually quite crazy to, that we that we know so little about our own bodies. I also think, you know, going back to your point about not learning about these things at school, it almost makes us feel like a sense of shame towards it um and I think that's where we get into problems where we don't dare speak up about how to wash it or what to wash it with or um and I think it leads I think it's a kind of spiraling issue yeah and you know what's for the most part I want to have a really positive mindset but you know it doesn't just come to -to day-to-day gynae issues also really sadly um cervical smears are at an all-time low so you know a cervical smear is one of the free um, tests available to women over the age of 25 in the UK and what it's great for is detecting early signs of potential changes within um, cervical cells which can be a sign of cervical cancer Uh, you know as I said they're at an all-time low here in the UK one in three women don't go to their cervical smear because they say they're too embarrassed yeah and so you know on the one hand it might start with you know, feeling embarrassed about having a conversation about your vulva. But really, sadly, on the other end of the spectrum, we've got a real growing female health crisis that could be prevented. Um, Our partner charity is called the Lady Garden Foundation. They're one of the leading gynecological cancer charities here in the UK, raising awareness and funds towards the five gynecological cancers. And part of our partnership is around not only normalising conversations, but raising awareness around things like that. That, you know, so many women we speak to don't know when they're meant to get the cervical smear or they just they miss it because they're one in three that are embarrassed or they just don't make time for it. And so later this year, we're doing a big campaign with them um, around raising awareness. But it's all it all kind of sits under the same lens. Right. Yeah. yeah, If if there was any other body part, you know, if, if we were told on the NHS, you can go and get a free brain scan every three to five years, yeah. I'm sure everyone would take it up. Um, yeah. So the fact that people aren't going to something that's offered, it's, you know, it's one of the only preventable cancers we actually have, and it's really on the rise, and smears yeah. are at an all-time low. Yeah. So there's a real kind of, you know, sadly, serious reason um, that we need to fix. We need to fix this. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it is, it's a really important, yeah. important conversation. Um, just going, moving on to kind of the brand and the personality of the brand, um, it feels really raw, it feels really relatable, it feels really honest and organic. And tell us tell us how you've built Luna Daily and the personality of Luna Daily. So I suppose, first of all, the name. Uh, yeah. So Luna Daily, uh, obviously Luna um, comes from the word moon, means the moon in many languages. And the moon is a visibly reassuring yet beautiful daily presence that connects all women everywhere. And also we love the idea of it because... You know, we're shining a light on a topic that for so long has been sort of kept in the dark, swept swept under the carpet, so to speak. So that's where the name comes from. The second component tree of the brand is our Luna Daily icon. So it's this gorgeous um, line drawing of a lady. Uh, And there's sort of several meanings behind that. I suppose the first is because it's one it's one line that connects with little dots, you know, inspired by astrology. And 
the first kind of meaning behind that is inspiring women to connect to their entire bodies, including their vulva. So to not see their vulva as separate, you know, we're yeah. all connected. The second was the sort of connectivity between, between women. Uh, and the third was how the ingredients in all of our products kind of connect to each other to create the amazing formulations and, and kind of end results. Yeah. I suppose from a look and feel, and in the simplest form, I wanted something that was just beautiful that you'd want to have out in the bathroom. You know, 60% of women admitted to hiding these sort of products in the cupboard. And it's kind of no surprise, again, if you think back to the standing in front of those aisles and what you kind of see yeah. and the associations. We um, even kind of have a... It's almost embarrassing to buy even things like tampons and things. Yeah. Like it, it can feel quite uncomfortable yeah. to buy those. So yeah. I, I totally hear where yeah. you've come from with that. So we were really considerate in the look and feel of the brand that we wanted it to look premium, but, you know, we're still very accessibly priced, yeah. stripped back, beautiful, j- just like in the simplest sense, just like hopefully you'd agree, like just something that you it just, does, it's just it lovely looks... to have out, you know, in every other category I've worked on in the industry, we've seen such a, a raft of innovation, like beautiful brands yeah. come out and nothing's really changed in this category. I suppose from a positioning perspective, there were three things then. So we knew we needed them to be gentle enough for intimate skin and everywhere else, yeah. versatile enough that women, you know, to cope with the changes that women go through every week, cycle, month, decade of their life through womanhood from kind of yeah. early womanhood all the way through to menopause. Uh, and then, yeah, as I said, desirable enough that you want to have out in your bathroom or might, you know, chat to your friend about it. Yeah. Uh, so those are sort of the, the principles behind the brand. In terms of our values, we have the same values internally that we do to consumers yeah. um, and our customers. So our four values, I'm going to try to remember these now, should be able to. <laughs> our four values are inviting, spirited, direct and... Thoughtful. <laughs> Our four values, uh, inviting, spirited, direct, and thoughtful. Uh, so inviting means that we invite all opinions. Um, we are not a closed book. We always want to hear feedback from our customers and we will always take those on. Spirited is we're really passionate about what we do. We sound excited. It's probably because we are. And we've got a real positive attitude to a category that for so long has been problem solution focused. Thoughtful um, is what well, does as it says on the tin. Yeah. We always try to do things thoughtfully. Um, yeah. We appreciate that it's not no, no womanhood story is the same, and so actually being really thoughtful in our approach. Yeah. And direct is we use you know data to back up our opinions. We are backed by experts and science, yeah. uh, but also we're very direct in our approach. You know we don't use euphemisms, we don't use puns, we just say it how it is. In in terms of of the brand and the personality and what you're putting out there in terms of content. Cause I guess how we perceive a brand now is the first thing we do is we look at their social media and we look at what they're putting out. And if we like what we see, then we feel connected. I might've just answered my own question there, but how important is it for you as, as Luna Daly and as a kind of an intimate um, skin brand do you, how important is it to be putting out, because you do it really well, be putting out content that feels energetic, that feels organic, that feels connectable and relatable, um, and that people want to be a part of? How, yeah, how do you do that? Because I'm asking because, you know, you look at your feed and it's it's actually, it's really refreshing. I know we're moving into a space of more authenticity now when it comes to brands, especially in the beauty space, but you, you, your content's really uplifting and it, and it, and it feels good to, to see it. Um, so how, when, why is it so important to you guys and how do you execute it so well? <laughs> <laughs> well, the last part's really easy to answer because I've got a wonderful team. I can't, can't take credit for that. I think, um, 
You're really right. The first overarching thing we think about when posting anything on any channel is kind of so what? Like, what's the purpose of this? Yeah. You know, why, why are we putting this out? Uh, so that's the first thing we always challenge ourselves on. The second is con- really having the right content for the right channel. You know, yeah. even in the last three months, the changes we've seen in, for example, TikTok versus Meta is so, yeah. so, so different. And so I think being really thoughtful in what content we're creating for what channel. Mm-hmm. You know, last week, our junior brand manager, Rossi, went viral on TikTok with a piece of content <laughs> that was completely different to the type of content we've done before, but we knew was the type of content that TikTok responds well to. And we saw yeah. our biggest sales peak day. Yeah. And so it's about re- really thoughtful channel content for the channel. Yeah. But really important as we enter into this next stage of the brand's growth is our customer. So um, around this time, I don't know whether it would have launched when this goes out, but we've launched two new ranges. Um, yeah, so we've out. launched our fragrance-free range and our hydrating range. With those two new ranges, it's the first time that we're going to be for women of all ages, stages, and skin types. And so our fragrance-free range is for super sensitive, allergy-prone, or hormonally hormonally changing skin. So Mm -hmm. it's great for motherhood, uh, particularly if you're a new mum and actually you don't want to have a fragrance in your products because you want to smell like yourself to your new baby. And our hydrating range is for dry or dehydrated skin, and therefore it's great for menopausal women. But what that means in terms of our communication to women is that those women are operating in different spaces. They respond to different types of content. They're yeah. following different accounts and need to be spoken to in a different way. Yeah. And so we're really starting to be really considered in not only the content we put out on what channel, but what channel's right for the consumer. You know, my mum is only on Facebook yeah. and I don't have her on Instagram because... <laughs> Uh, I'll never forget mum once typed, I think, a text message to me on my Facebook um, profile or something. Uh, You know, my mum's on Facebook, um, but she's not yet on TikTok. Yeah. And actually, we know, for example, new mums are often online at funny times other people aren't because they're awake with babies. Yeah. Uh, And so I think overarching, my kind of ethos is, so what? Why are we doing this? Yeah. Um, Second thing is around, like, which customer, which channel? But thirdly, like, not just thinking about ourselves, Like we don't, none of us, you know, typically respond to brands that talk about themselves. What people want to see is, as you said, relatable content that they can interact with and actually it it means something to them. And so not just posting about the Lunar Daily World, but posting about things that matter to us, things that we know matter to our customers. And importantly, how we can use our platform to educate. You know, we know there is a lack of education and knowledge. You know, every 0.6 seconds globally, somebody Googles, how do I clean my vagina? Which if you've listened this far, you now know hopefully that the vagina is self-cleaning. And it's terrifying. And so if we've got an opportunity to use our platform to educate women, then that's a really important pillar of our brand. And, you know, not just myself and the team, but our team of medical experts. So we have two gynecologists, a vulval dermatologist, a pelvic floor specialist and a formulation specialist who work behind the brand. And actually we have them on hand, not just in the content we put out on social media, but also we have a live chat function on the website. So people can ask us anything, literally any question you can ask us. And one of our team of medical experts will answer that directly to consumers one-on-one. Yeah. Are those, can people ask questions anonymously, just thinking about, you know, everything is, everything's completely anonymous. Um, So yeah, it's completely confidential and you can just go on lunadaily.com, type in any question and one of us, one of either one of us or one of our, Medical experts will get back to you. But honestly, yeah. any question. That's really ask. good to know. And I'll put the link in the show notes as well so that people can access that. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to product, um, we've got them here in front of us. So there is a range that is slowly growing, which is, well, actually not slowly growing. <laughs> it's coming fast. <laughs> <Not quickly> going. <laughs> um, 
Talk us through kind of products and how you started and then what is coming. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, it's here. It's here. <laughs> uh, so we, as I mentioned, we're, we're starting by looking at kind of daily care products. So yeah. daily care products that are for intimate skin and everywhere else. Before I go into the formats of those products, we had some really clear brand principles when developing them. So from a formulation perspective, the first thing is pH. So pH is really, really important when we look at the skin microbiome, not just for your intimate skin, but for everywhere on your body. So typically, the pH of your skin is around five, let's say. Everybody varies slightly. Now, the feminine hygiene industry has told women that your intimate skin is more acidic. Um, and therefore needs specific products. Now, yeah. that's not true. It's true that the vagina, internal bit, remember, is slightly more acidic, mm-hmm. um, and therefore you could be more susceptible to you know, being sensitive on your intimate external skin because it's near your in- internal vagina. But the reality is your vulval skin is very similar to everywhere else. Mm-hmm. However, most body products, if you were to get a pH, like litmus test on them, most um, soap, showers, etc., are typically like pH 9 and above. I mean, yeah. soap itself is about pH 9. <laughs> So the first thing is having a product that's pH balanced, which to be honest, not just for intimate skin, people would be a lot better using pH balanced products all over their body. body, The second is soap. So none of our products contain soap because by definition, it's an irritant. Soap is quite an effective cleansing ingredient and it's quite cheap. So it's used in most products. Um, but it strips you, your skin. So but it really strips your skin. Like even that feeling of like coming out of the shower, like tight (laughs) after using. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so there's no soap in any of our products. It's an irritant and it's really high pH. Yeah. The third principle um, is only natural and necessary ingredients. So we only have ingredients in the formulas that are needed and that are necessary. Uh, we don't add in things to, you know, thicken or to that aren't necessary in the products. Um, and each, each ingredient is really tested to make sure of its efficacy, but also why it's in there. The next principle is... Uh, it's not just about washing, right? We don't just wash our faces. We don't yeah. just wash our bodies. We use products to balance, to nourish, to hydrate, to protect. Yeah. The next component is our trademarked base formulation called Hydrobiome Plus. Yeah. And this was developed uh, really to do three things. So to balance, to nourish and protect the skin. So it contains thermal water, mm-hmm. which has got a really high mineral content and it mirrors the skin's natural moisturization factor. So it's really good for skin hydration and moisturization. The second is a prebiotic complex, so of plant-based inulin and lactic acid. So prebiotics are really brilliant at fostering a healthy pH microbiome of the skin. And the third is our vitamin complex of vitamins F, E, A, and C. So Mm -hmm. each of those individually have got brilliant benefits, but typically, you know, antioxidants, anti-inflammatory, moisturization of the skin. Yeah. Um, 
So that's sort of the principles going in into the products. Um, in addition to that, we were then thinking about well, what formats would people want? And so starting with Daily Care in the launch range, we've got a wash, a solid no-soap bar, an on-the-go solution, and a care solution. Mm-hmm. So the everywhere wash, as it says on the tin, is a wash you can use on intimate skin and everywhere else. Um, the solid no-soap bar is a waterless, plastic-free soap bar, but it actually yep. contains no soap. Yep. Um, so it looks like a soap, it acts like a soap, but there's absolutely no soap in it. Uh, and that actually really came out of insights from women wanting more sustainable solutions. So people that have moved to solid bars and just had that preference versus the wash. So those are sort of in shower, in bathroom products. Yeah, I was going to say it's genius, but I was waiting till the end because I actually think they're all genius. <laughs> I've been using them all. I love them. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, the second product is our spray to wipe. So we knew that about 20% of the intimate care market was made up of feminine wipes. So women wanting to use a product to freshen up on the go. The more research we did into the category, we realized we just couldn't be part of the environmental impact of single-use wipes. So even wipes that say they're biodegradable are not really, you know, 11 billion wipes wash up on UK's shores each year alone. But we knew we wanted to have a solution for women on the go. Or if you're on your period um, or, you know, you've come straight from the gym. And so we developed the world's first natural eco-alternative to single-use wipes, which is our everywhere spray to wipe. So it's a spray that you can fit in your handbag or gym bag, spray it directly onto toilet tissue, and it turns that tissue into a flushable, biodegradable, recyclable wipe. And one bottle is the equivalent of 300 wipes. This is the actual genius. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. How the hell did you come up with that? Uh, well... A lot of brainstorming. Yeah, and then I suppose, a, you know, months and months of packaging design, you know, the shape, the size, that it would fit perfectly in women's hands, it would fit in people's handbags. It's just, like, beautiful to use. But also, like all of our products... I use it to spray it on my arms and legs because they're really dry at the moment. We've got women that put it in the fridge and use it as a cooling spray on their face. Yeah. Um, and so again, it's, it's, you know, it's multifunctional. Yeah. And then the third product we launched with is our care. So it's our everything oil. It's clinically proven to reduce ingrown hairs, redness, bumps and scarring. Mm-hmm. So uh, as an aftercare product. So you can use it pre and post shaving. Uh, you can use it after the shower. Uh, again, I use it on intimate skin, but on my cuticles, my elbows. It's a gorgeous formula, not only with Hydrobiome Plus, but it's got an amazing blend of jojoba, tamano oil, um, almond oil, and bisabolol. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like a gorgeous, rich formula. Yeah. Um, all of the products are tested by gynecologists and dermatologists, and they are skin patch tested on all skin types, including intimate skin and sensitive skin. They're all vegan. Um, you know, north of 95% natural, um, you know, with as short as possible ingredients lists. And really importantly, they're they're really sustainably sourced. So we know that both from a packaging standpoint, but also an ingredient standpoint, we're being as sustainable as possible. Yeah. Oops. Sorry to interrupt you. Luna Daily have kindly provided Scenes of Beauty with a code that gives you 20% off products when you check out on their website using the code SCENES20. That's S-C-E-N-E-S 20. So head over to luna-daily.com now and show your vulva the love it deserves. And when you use them, I've been using them the past few weeks and it is just going back to your point where you said a bit earlier on about using nice products on your body you know we're so used to using nice products on our face and um even hand cream like we're used to using nice hand cream and and different moisturizers and stuff um and I guess our body and our intimate areas are often an afterthought and this for me is the first time I've been using kind of premium-esque products 
and it just they feel so nice and they I've definitely noticed a difference in kind of how my skin feels and it does feel more nourished and more hydrated and it and it feels great um so there's definitely a there's definitely a psychological connection as well isn't there of using yeah, something that, that that is and, and looks nice well it's amazing because in our focus groups women could tell me in seven step detail their hair care routines or their facial skincare routines and let's be honest we all probably have enough products. We don't need like loads more products. Yeah. Um, actually, women want less products these days. Yeah. But when we asked women about their intimate care routines, women fell into kind of a couple of groups. The first group would use a body wash on their body and then sort of like awkwardly, yeah. quickly wash with a bit of water down there because they didn't really know what they were meant to be doing. And so yeah. many women just said, oh, I don't really know why I do what I do. But actually, and because they were scared that using a traditional product might give them something like thrush or irritation. Yeah. Um, or they were somebody that had to use a specific feminine wash. So they'd use a body wash on their body and then had to use a specific product. So actually, for both audience groups, yeah. they're really related to the product market. And actually, in the, when, what we see in our customer profiles now is we're completely split. We've got some women that are just buying the products because they're just lovely body products. As you said, they when are, you use really the formulations, they feel just so enjoyable and luxurious. They do, yeah. And then we have a group of women that were buying, you know, traditional feminine hygiene products, but didn't either didn't like them, were embarrassed of them, or just they're still so highly synthetic and so yeah. wanted to look for a more natural alternative. And so we're really seeing in our customers that we've got a really broad spectrum of women using them. And I'm really excited to see what happens with our new ranges, you know, yeah. as we expand into all ages and stages of womanhood, uh, hopefully being able to cater to women at different stages of life, you know. Yeah. At certain points in your monthly cycle, your skin, you know, because of your period, your intimate skin might become more alkaline because of blood. Yeah. Um, and so actually you might be more sensitive. Yeah. During pregnancy, obviously hormonal skin changes or post-birth being super sensitive. And then again, going through menopause, you know, 55% of women due to the drop in estrogen will experience dry skin. And so actually yeah. there's there's different times in women's lives where they might want or need different product requirements. Yeah. So moving on to the new product ranges, they came out last week. Um so yeah, so therefore, well, you tell us about them. So we developed these ranges because we found in our research that there were two, specifically two stages in women's lives where there was both a lack of products available uh, and there was the same Im- Im- embarrassment and confusion that we found with our initial research. Yeah. So I suppose specifically with those age groups, the key insight that came out was, you know, I'm going through this change in womanhood. So that's either I'm pregnant and I'm going to have a baby or I'm going through the menopause. And from a product perspective, A, there just weren't that many products available. And B, they didn't speak to women in the way they wanted to be spoken to. So we spoke to so many women that said, you know, I already feel like my identity is being lost a bit or changed because I'm about to have a baby. And then all of a sudden there are these brands speaking to me in this mummy language and all the packaging is, you know, mumsy. And actually that doesn't relate to me because I'm still me just because I'm having a baby. And similarly in the menopause, there were so many brands that, you know, visually portrayed a very stereotypical, stereotypical look and feel of what a menopausal woman looks like. You know, if you Google menopausal woman, a middle-aged white female, grey-haired, crying woman comes up on Google Images, which is just so, so awful. And, you know, both from a product perspective, but also a brand positioning perspective, wanting to reframe these times in women's lives... So provide functionally products that are really helpful to them, but also reframe the conversation around, or even start the conversation around some of these um, times in women's lives. Um, So I think probably my favorite product, or the one I'm most excited about, 
I think is is probably the fragrance free spray to wipe. Mm -hmm. So um, we know that when women pack the hospital bags, uh, what's really helpful is to have an on the go product because often you know you may not shower for a few days during the the process of going through um, giving birth. And so having just like an on-the-go solution is really helpful. Post-birth, you may not be able to have a bath. Um, And so again, having that on-the-go solution that not only cleanses, but also calms, relieves, reduces inflammation. Uh, You can spray directly onto the perineum or into into your underwear. Um, A good friend of mine has just given birth and I went over to her house and she said, you know, I've literally not had a shower in three days. But genuinely, this has changed my life because I've not not had time to shower. Uh, and so products like that, where I genuinely think we could really help women at a point in their lives where they like really, really need support, um, you know, is really exciting. Yeah. And as you're talking there, all I'm thinking about is, you know, I haven't given birth and haven't gone through the menopause, but I I talk to women every single week and, and, you know, record these episodes. And a lot of what comes up is when I'm pregnant, I just want to feel like me. Or when I'm going through a change, I just want to feel like me. And so it's really great that you've now got this offering where they might have used it pre-pregnancy or pre-menopause and it's still the same, like Luna Daly's here for you kind of thing, which is is really lovely. Um, And it is, I I think society kind of forgets that the changes, I think when what I'm trying to say is, when people are pregnant, all that society thinks about is the baby. They don't think about the changes yeah. that we face as as women. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's really great and it's and it's really important. Yeah, and the more we can normalise conversations at every stage, so it shouldn't just be that women entering the perimenopause start talking about or learn about the menopause. Yeah. We need to educate, you know, girls of all ages and stages about the menopause yeah. so that not only so they feel prepared for it, but also so that, you know, we can learn so much from women that are later on in, in life. Yeah. Our, um, our menopause partner are called Gen M and the phenomenal um, two ladies set it up um, who I know very well and they've both gone through the menopause themselves and that was the motivation of setting it up. But the community of women they've built and, the, you know, how we're going to partner with them is just phenomenal of really changing the narrative of, you know, 51% of the population is going to go through menopause, yeah. uh, not just for women going through menopause, but their partners, their friends, their workplaces, they're so committed to making the menopause experience more positive for everybody. Yeah. Uh, and so them as a partner are going to be, I'm so excited about what we're going to be doing with them. That's really exciting. And we had a conversation previously and, and a big part of that was that we talked about menopause and, it's again it's such a taboo topic and it's so strange and and the only experience of menopause that I've had is is my mum going through it and you know I've spoken to her quite a lot about it and she doesn't I don't even think she knows what they are or what happens to her body she she just knows that she feels different and so again what actually what what is kind of or can you give advice for someone who's like approaching that stage and feeling kind of anxious about it? Yeah. So again, our live chat service will be responded to medical experts. Uh, So any question a woman's got um, or anybody's got, they can actually ask on our live chat service. But the other thing is um, we will have a host of resources on our own website, but also I'd massively encourage women to go on to Gen M. So, 
you know, there are 48 symptoms of menopause. Mostly women reference hot flushes or night sweats, uh, but the 48 symptoms. And so I think being really aware of what those symptoms are uh, and how you can manage them if they are troublesome for you. Um, But also the other more formal help you can get. So going to see your GP, going to find out whether HRT is a suitable solution for you. So I definitely think encouraging women to proactively educate themselves and the people around them about those symptoms then also going to see your GP around um, support if you need it, yeah. um, as well as really, really encouraging your workplace to support you, um, yeah. which is an, an amazing initiative. One of the initiatives that Gen M is really spearheading around changing, you know, attitudes in the workplace. Uh, but I think it's also not just the responsibility of women approaching menopause. It's the responsibility of everybody in society. Yeah. Because the other thing, I just got goosebumps then, thinking about it, the other thing that so many women talk about is once you've gone through menopause, the lease of life it gives you, you know, that these are women at a stage of life where they are probably the most educated, most well-trained part of the workforce, part of society. And, you know, we are now, you know, we are now a nation where, you know, children today, 51% of them will live to 100. And so if you're going through the menopause in your 50s, you've lived half your life. And so you've got half of it left. Uh, And so I think, you know, it's not just a responsibility of women approaching or going through the menopause, it's a responsibility of society as a whole. Yeah, and I guess just just to add to your point, something to feel excited and liberated about rather than, you know, typical UK and being cynical rather than approaching it and thinking, shit, this awful thing's about to happen yeah. when actually let's let's try and flip that on its head to be a, yeah. a more positive thing. Yeah. Um, you talked a lot about Gen M and um, partners you talked about previously. Talk to us about those in a bit more detail about who they are and the importance of having those partners because I think it's a it's obviously a big part of the brand but it's it's really nice for people to know about them and I think we can probably share kind of some learnings with listeners about them I think they're really interesting so I suppose that the crux of our brand ethos is to normalize conversations amongst women and provide expert education and resources and so the select partners that we work with um, a really curated edit of partner brands or initiatives that we really think does that. So being where women are talking and sharing, being in those communities, but also providing expert information. Mm-hmm. And so through every stage of women, of women's lives. And so that, you know, that's everything from brand partners to, um, you know, our charity partners and other partnerships within the brand. So for example, um, we partner with our friends at Few who are a menstrual wellness cycle care brand. Uh, and we kept joined forces with them and a load of other female founded brands uh, on International Women's Day this year to campaign against Meta mm-hmm. uh, to remove the algorithm that is meaning that the words vulva and vagina are some of the most censored terms on social media. Yeah. Now, we were so privileged to be part of that campaign with them, but the impact we had by coming together as a group of brands was so much greater than just operating on our own. And, you know, something I'm loving about working in this space, particularly, I have to say, amongst female-founded brands or brands trying to change female wellness for the better, is that this incredible community of women that want to just help each other. And, you know, why would we not join forces with brands that are you know, similar missions to us. Uh, and, you know, it's, not only does it, you know, imp- improves our reach um, and impact, you know, it also just makes makes life really fun. You know, I learn yeah. loads from them. It's just an interesting conversation, isn't it? I've found that a lot with the podcast. People just want to come together and, and, and talk. And, and I think conversation creates change. So, yeah, I think, I think that's important. Um, 
we talked a little bit. I feel like you can teach us loads of stuff. We talked a little bit about kind of vaginas being self-cleaning and (laughs) (laughs) vulvas. Um, What are some other myths or learnings that you've had that could be useful to us? So some of the most common things we get asked. uh, So definitely what is the difference between a vagina and a vulva, which hopefully people that have listened this far know. the second is that there's a myth that discharge it means is abnormal or means something wrong, and it's yeah. that's totally not true. All women will most likely experience discharge, and that will change over their monthly cycle, over decades, over you know their whole life. Yeah. Uh, my biggest advice there is know you're normal, like know what's normal to you. Yeah. If you experience a significant change in terms of color, smell, anything else, maybe go get it checked out. Yeah. Um, oh, well, obviously another one is that you need intimate care products. You definitely don't. You yeah. can just use water if you're an app, if you're happy using water. Crack on. Yeah. Uh, you definitely don't need products anywhere on your body. If you are using like a a shop bought high street shower gel, should you be washing intimate areas of vagina with that? You know what? My view is that women should have choice. Yeah. And you know what? If that works for you, absolutely crack on. Yeah. I'm I'm not here to tell anybody what they should or shouldn't do. I think everybody's yeah. you know anything women do in life should be their choice what I want to do is provide a solution for women that wanted products for intimate skin that they could use everywhere else Mm -hmm. that wanted products that were natural thoughtfully Mm -hmm. created uh, and actually did more than washing but I'm definitely not here to try and you know, market to people, yeah. A, that they need our products if they don't want them and B, if, they, if what they're using is fine for them, absolutely crack on. Yeah. Um, a final question I ask everyone on the show is what is your version of beauty? My version of beauty is seeing women connect through sharing experiences with each other. So we have, our brand new campaign goes live and the whole insight behind the campaign is let's let's just start the conversation. And I must have watched the Hero Brand video hundreds of times now and it still gives me goosebumps and it still makes me cry because when you physically see, which I do so often now, I'm so fortunate in my job now that I see the impact, positive impact it has on women when they open up and share and just have a conversation. Yeah. And I think that's so beautiful. Yeah, thank you for that. That's that's a really nice and, and great answer. And I just sneak peeked, watched the video too. And it's so good. <laughs> um, but thank you for the thank you for the conversation. And I think a lot of interesting insight came out of it that's helpful. And thank you for delivering a brand that is so honest and so so needed. Um, so yeah, thank you, Katie. Thanks so much for having me, Chloe. And if anybody is listening, you know, off the back of this, wants to drop us a message or ask a question to one of our experts, then just head to either one of our, you know, our Instagram, our TikTok, or our website. If you like this episode, hit subscribe and leave us a review. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.